Good afternoon, and now it's time for the Morningstar Missionary Baptist Church's broadcast. Located on 2411 East 27th Street in Kansas City, Missouri, where Dr. John Modest Miles is our pastor. And let's tune in to Pastor Miles right now for his sermon.
shall we pray, Father in heaven, we come down first of all to say thank you. We thank you for yet another opportunity to be in your house of worship. God, we come down and realize that it is preaching time. Please use all of me and use none of me. Hide me behind your cross. Let your people hear what you said in your word. God, please cease all distractions and let us be focused on what you said in your word. God, bring the words out of the Bible, out in plain text, and let people see and hear what you said. Let us be applied to our everyday lives and we give your name the praise and all the glory. For in your name we do pray. Amen. It's another day's journey, and we're glad about it too. Reverend Robinson, Reverend Robinson, Pastor Miles, it's truly another day's journey to be standing here in the house of the Lord. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Anybody realize he woke you up this morning? He started you on your way and gave you yet another bright and shiny day, so we ought to give God a hand and clap of praise right now because we did not deserve nothing. There's a word from the Lord today found in the book of 2 Chronicles, and it's 20th chapter. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I need thee, oh, I need thee, I need him. I need the oil. I need thee every hour. I need thee. Oh, oh, bless me now, my sin. come to thee I will trust in the Lord I will trust in the Lord I will trust in the Lord until I die till I die The book of 2 Chronicles is the 20th chapter, and we're going to narrow down at the 15th to the 22nd verse. When you have it, would you be in agreement by saying amen? amen. 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter, the 15th verse. Reading, he said, Listen, all of you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Joseph, had thus said the Lord to you, Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. 
for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up to you, the asset of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeriel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go down against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all the Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and Korathites stood up to praise Lord, the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Verse 20, so they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And as he went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who could sing to the Lord, who should praise the beauty of holiness, as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. The final verse, verse 22. Now they began to sing and to praise the Lord. Watch this. The Lord set ambushments against the Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who came against Judah, and they were defeated. If I could tag this text this morning with a topic, I would simply tag it, Victory in Praise. Victory in Praise. Help me start this sermon off this morning by turning to somebody either around you and tell somebody, your victory is in your praise. Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. Tell somebody, your victory is in your praise. Now we come to church to make our Christian walk stronger. Tell, tell yourself, my victory is in my praise. If you truly believe it, give God a hand and clap of praise right now. In this Christian journey called life, we find ourselves facing different battles. The battle that we sometimes find as if we're defeated. The battle sometimes we find ourselves crying more than we find ourselves praising. We find ourselves worried more, more than finding ourselves praising. We find ourselves feeling defeated more than finding ourselves praising. So how is it that although we find ourselves in different predicaments of life and established a sense of a battle, how is it that he brought us over a battle before us so why not praise him now? We got to realize and understand that no matter what we encounter in this world, we have to realize that we still have a God that is truly worthy to be praised. And every time I enter into this house of the Lord, I have to understand that let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. And I'm going to let everything that have breath praise the Lord, and I'm going to praise him simply because he's worthy of the praise. And is there anybody here this morning that can attest to the fact that he's truly worthy of the praise? He's worthy of the praise simply because he, he outweighed my problems, and since he outweighed my problems, I had to give him some praise. So we have in this text today, we have a king named by the name of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was reigned king in, in chapter 17. But then we find in chapter 17, when he was reigning the king, everything was just fine. But then you jump to chapter 20, then Jehoshaphat's first challenge comes about. Because Jehoshaphat is told that the Ammon and the Ammites and Moab were coming to defeat him. So how is it that Jehoshaphat found himself in a position of questioning God? And sometimes we find ourselves in positions of questioning God. Sometimes God does so much for us that when we find ourselves in trouble, we find ourselves forgetting what he's done for us before. And so that's what Jehoshaphat realized. Jehoshaphat found himself in a position of questioning God. And you find in this particular chapter, chapter 20, when Je Jehoshaphat, verses 1 through 13, talks as if he don't believe what God can do. 
And so that's what we have to understand, that although the battle is going to come against us, we still have to believe what God can do. Anybody ever had the experience that sometimes they doubted, sometimes they felt like they couldn't make it, but then the Lord stepped in right in the nick of time, made everything we thought wasn't going to be all right, all right. And so in verses 1 through 13, you find that Jehoshaphat found himself questioning God. But then the shout in the text comes in verse 14 because verse 14 changes the whole dynamic of the text. Because when, when verse 14 comes, it talks about the spirit of the Lord coming to Jehoshaphat and telling him what to do. And so meaning sometimes in life you had to go through your verses 1 through 13 and get to your, your verses 14. And so men, oh matter, it's sometimes it's okay to doubt God. Sometimes it's okay to question what he can do. But the thing about it is, is realizing that he can deliver you out of what you're going through. And so instead of coming to church and like a saved saint in the sanctuary wait on next Sunday morning, we have to understand and realize that God can do just what he said he would do and that's take care of us. And we have one obligation, and that's to praise his name. And so we find in, that, in this particular text that Jehoshaphat, in verses 14, the whole dynamic of the text changes because Jehoshaphat then understood that if I just go out and praise the holy name, then my battle is going to be defeated. And then maybe it may, be seen, it may seem harder than what it really is, but my praise may not be your praise, and your praise may not be my praise, but my praise got to outweigh my problems somehow anyway. So I'm here to tell somebody today, don't worry about, don't worry about what you're going through. Praise him anyway. Don't worry about who's sitting next to you. Praise him anyway because he's worthy to be praised. And so in this particular text, you find that Jehoshaphat went out and praised the Lord. And by the end of the text, the battle that he was afraid of was then defeated. And so that's how God works. He will go out and tell you exactly what you need to do. But we have one job, and that's to simply do it. And that's, that's a hard job for us to conquer because we allow our minds to shape the fact that and we sometimes forget exactly what God has done for us before and what he can do for me right now. Although this problem may seem bigger than that problem, this problem or situation may seem bigger than that, we still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so we got to understand that no matter what you go through, understand that your victory is within your praise. It does not matter what dynamic you are in your Christian walk. Your victory is still in your praise. There are three points I want to put out this text, and I'm out your way. The first point I want to put out is we have to learn how to be sensitive to the voice of the Lord. Be sensitive to the voice of the Lord. You find in verses 14 that the Spirit of the Lord came unto Josephat and told him exactly what to do in order, to be, in order for this battle to be defeated. We all have things in our life that we find ourselves being sensitive towards. If you're a parent, you're sensitive towards your children. If you're a grandparent, you're sensitive towards your grandchildren. We all have things in our life that triggers the senses in us and it comes to be sensitive. And so how is it that we have certain things, materialistic things in our life that are sensitive, but yet when it comes to the voice of the Lord, we act as if he's not even speaking to us. Imagine that if Joseph had would have went about and not listened to what God told him to do, he, the battle would not have been defeated, but Joseph had would have been defeated. But we find that when Joseph had listened to the spirit of the Lord and the voice of the Lord, that battle was defeated. So I'm here to tell somebody today, whatever you're going through, allow yourself to listen to the spirit of the Lord because the spirit of the Lord is willing to come in and change the situation you're going through if we just listen. And it's not so much that we like to ignore, it's the fact that we sometimes listen because the Lord will always come into our minds and tell us what we need to do, but we like to play it off as if we know the better route. And although we sometimes think we know the better route, when we find ourselves in different predicaments, find ourselves in trouble, then we want to say, Lord, I need your help now. But why didn't I accept your help when I first went through my problem? And so Jehoshaphat in this particular text 
you find that he listened to the, the Spirit of the Lord. And when he listened to the Spirit of the Lord, we understood and know that the battle was then defeated. The second thing I want to talk to you from is we have to allow our obedience to override our opinions. Obedience has to override our opinions. We all know that opinion, opinion is something that we think. A fact is something that we know. So therefore, if we have the, the thought to think, why don't we have the thought to act? I'm going to say it one more time. I'm sorry. Why don't we have the thought to, we have the thought to think, but don't have the thought to act? Meaning, God told us exactly what we need to do, but yet we allow our opinion to override the obedience instead of letting our obedience override the opinion. Meaning, what you go through in life, he told you how to get through it, but we allow our opinion to step in the way. Have anybody ever thought something to figure, I know better than he know better because I've been living this life long enough, but thanks be to God that he will still step in and tell you what you need to do. Sometimes we just have to listen to the Lord. And so he would tell you what you need to do, but then oh, Jehoshaphat in this text, he was obedient because if he wasn't obedient, the whole dynamic of the text wouldn't even change. His verses 1 through 13 would have kept on going through the whole chapter because he thought he knew more than the Lord. And so that's what we have to understand. We may find ourselves in different positions thinking we know more, thinking we can do more, but as soon as we find ourselves obeying the word and working towards obeying the word and allowing our opinion to take the back seat, it's okay to think, but it's not okay to act. Sometimes God will step in and tell you what you need to do, but you can still think what you think, but long as you do what he told you to do. And that's what we had to do in this world today. It don't matter what you got going on. You can think what you think, but still do what God called you to do. And, Jeho and the, Lord, the Spirit of the Lord came about Jehoshaphat and told him, praise my name. And so Jehoshaphat then got everybody together, but it's good in this text because although Jehoshaphat questioned the Lord in verses 1 through 13, Jehoshaphat really got quiet later in the text. Because I can imagine he's sitting back thinking, well, I know this man didn't appoint me as king. I know he didn't did all these things for me, and then he want to come and tell me that all these people are about to come and try to defeat me, and you want me to sit there and praise your name? Yes, that's exactly what it is, because although the world is out there doing whatever they want to do, although sometimes we like to carry it into the church, we have to understand that if God told us to praise his name, we got to praise it. The Psalm 34 does say, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth, meaning no matter what I go through, I'm going to bless the Lord. No matter how rough it get, I'm going to bless the Lord simply because he's worthy to be praised. And so when we allow our obedience to override our opinion, we then find ourselves growing in our Christian walk. Every day we live, we ought to strive to be more and more like Jesus the Christ. And strive to be more and more like him, sometimes it takes sacrifice. Now watch the title of the message is Victory and Praise. Victory simply means to overcome something. Praise in the Greek, one of the meanings literally means to sacrifice something. So sometimes we have to understand we have to sacrifice even our own selves to get our victory within the Lord. And somebody got to realize that no matter what I go through, sometimes I got to come here and sacrifice what I just went through getting out the car. I got to praise him anyhow. Sometimes I got to forget what's going on at home. I got to praise him anyhow because I can't let my, my hurt hinder my help. And I have to understand that if I allow my victory to override my praise, then I understand that it all works together. And so when we, understand, when we walk into the house of the Lord, don't worry about what you just got done, done but worry about coming in with the expectation, worried about coming in that the Lord is ready to do something for you if we just believe. And so in this particular text, we find that victory and praise, it does not matter how big the battle, but it's never bigger than God. Yeah, this does not matter how big the battle, the battle is never bigger than God because God is always willing to give the battle, but he's always willing to pull you out of it too. 
Jehoshaphat literally went through this thing, and I, st I strongly believe that God put him in this particular predicament to tell somebody, to be an experience of somebody else. And sometimes that's what God would do. God will put us in places in life to where we find ourselves being a blessing to others. And so Jehoshaphat not only had to praise him himself, but Jehoshaphat to get everybody in the habitat of Jerusalem and praise them as well. And so sometimes you got to tell it, man, you got to do this thing to get to where you're trying to be because you can't do it by yourself. If you do it by yourself, you're going to find yourself in more trouble than what you was before. But your host better realize if I had to do this one thing that seems so simple is praise the name of the Lord. Everything I thought was going to be all right is all right now. And so that's what we have. To, if we could put our perspective at Jehoshaphat, we have to understand that God is still worthy to be praised. He's still worthy to deliver. He's still worthy to bring you out of your very situation. We just praise that name. The last point I want to talk for a moment about your way. We have to allow ourselves to have praise to determine our progress. Let praise to determine your progress. Watch this connection and we're going to be out your way. We have to praise the person that gives us our problems, but the pro person that gives us our problems also gives us our progress. Yeah, I'm going to say it one more time because that was a lie. We have to allow ourselves to praise the person that gives us our problems, but have to understand and know that the same person that gives us our problems give us our progress. Meaning, I'm not who I am yesterday because I allowed the Lord to give me my problems and I allowed myself to praise him. Anyway, is there anybody here that can attest the fact I wasn't where I was 10 years ago? All because I praise his holy name. I ain't who I am yesterday because I praise his holy name. Don't sit on me here this morning, church, but understand that if it had not been for me praising him, I would not be sitting in here 2411 East 27th Street today with the praise in on my body. Sometimes we come to church with the praise on the inside but we never let it out. It does not matter what you do at home. It does not matter what you're doing after. But understand, if I come into the house of worship, I got to praise them anyway. Is there anybody here that got to praise on the inside that they just got to let it out now? Don't worry about who's sitting next to you. Don't worry about who on the beside you. Understand and know that God is worthy to be praised. Just like he said, when praises go up, God's blessings come down. And sometimes I need a blessing from the Lord. I don't care what I'm going through, who around me. I just need something from God. And we have to sacrifice and know that if I can get something from God and, he, and I can do something for him, he'll do a lot for me. I preached a sermon a while back said, Faith to fight on is dealt with the woman that suffered with the issue of blood and she touched the hem of his garment and he was made whole again. I said in one of those sermons that if, I, if she just touched the hem of his garment, he was made, she was made whole. But watch this. Meaning Jesus, she did a, a little to get to Jesus, but Jesus did a lot for her. Meaning if I just open my mouth sometimes and tell somebody, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. I don't care what I'm going through. I'm still going to bless his holy name. The Psalm 34 does say I will bless the Lord at all times. Now the word bless in the Greek literally comes from the same word eulogy comes from. Eulogy means to speak highly of. Meaning when I go through what I'm going through in life, I got to speak highly of Jesus to Christ because no matter what he did for you, no matter what he did for you, I can tell you what he did for me. Is there anybody here can realize he did something for me? Because way back on Calvary, that was enough to do for me. But let's go back to right now. He woke me up this morning. He started me on my way, put food on my table, clothes on my back. And so I'm going to praise that name, that name that's still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It don't matter if I let that name be defeated. It don't matter if I sometimes find myself in trouble. That name is still the same. Well, I'm going to close for here now. Anybody got a question? Anybody here? Is anybody here this morning? They got a praise on the inside of their body. Think about what you're going through in life and understand that God is still worthy to be praised. We have to understand that although the road might get rough, I'm sorry, although the road is going to get rough, although the road to the hills is going to seem hard to climb, 
we got to realize that God is still worthy to be praised. I know we weren't here long this morning, but I'm done. I hope you got some from the sun when we out the way. But I want you to understand, think about what you're going through right now. And allow yourself to praise his holy name. Because the Lord is still worthy to bring you out of your very situation. If you just praise that name. Don't worry about who around you would praise that name. Don't worry about who made you mad on the way to church. You ought to give God praise because you're here now. You ought to give Give God glory because you're here now. And since I'm here, I might as well give him what he deserves. I'm going to give him the praise and I'm going to give him the honor because one Friday on on a hill called Calvary, the Lord carried that old rugged cross. He carried that cross for me and he carried that cross for you. But we didn't realize that when he carried that cross, there was something behind the cross the same thing uh, that grace and mercy came from uh, is the same thing uh, that we have to connect praise to. Uh, and so I got to praise him um, for even carrying the cross. Um, and that's one reason you ought to praise him. And I'm going to tell you why you ought to praise him still. Um, they got him to the top um, and they put him on that cross um, and he dropped the head up and the locks of his shoulders. That's the second reason you ought to praise him. But they took him down up uh, off, that, off that old rugged cross up, um, put him in a bare a borrowed tomb. But they didn't realize uh, whatever you borrowed, uh, you just got to give it back. Uh, and now I'm going to tell you the third reason you ought to praise him. Because early up the Sunday morning, uh, he got it with all power. Power uh, to make me walk right. Uh, power uh, to make me talk right. Y'all still sitting on me. But I'm here to tell somebody, uh, whatever you're going through in life, uh, allow your praise uh, to determine your progress. Uh, let your victory uh, be in your praise. Uh, that job you've been dealing with is in your praise. That house you've been dealing with is in your praise. That person you've been dealing with is in your praise. You ought to praise them. I ought to praise them because sometimes my problems seem bigger than my praise. But when I enter into his gates, I enter with thanksgiving and I enter with praise because the Lord is still worthy to be praised. You ought to tell somebody it don't matter what you been going through stop going through it now and praise that name it don't matter how rough it got let it stop being rough now and praise that name you ought to stand up this morning and tell somebody he worthy to be praised he worthy to be praised y'all ain't moving I, I said he worthy to be praised anybody going through something that just gotta stop going through and they felt as if uh, they have had enough uh, but realize uh, that although you've had enough uh, don't let your praise uh, stop now because he's ready uh, to deliver you out of your storm if you just praise that name let everything uh, that had breath uh, praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord uh, because what he's done for me before I know he can do it again and I'm going to tell you again he died for you and he died for me but that was enough sin you have been listening to the Morningstar Missionary Baptist Church's broadcast located on 2411 East 27th Street in Kansas City, Missouri where Dr. John Modest Miles is our pastor we invite you to come join us for Sunday school at 9am on Sundays in our worship service 
at 10 a.m. For more additional information, please contact the church office at 816-923-3559.